talk about that biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> we had it. We had a good. We had a good banter. Brett, were we recording before? How, when did we start recording? Right now. Thirty seconds. Ago. Shit, man. We got to talk about that fish. Let's talk about that fish. Pierce, you want to talk about that fish? I don't want to talk about the fish anymore. <laughs> tell you the truth <laughs> you i don't want to do this okay you lost the steve i forgot what day it was and i got <laughs> off the trail with my dogs and uh you texted me and you were like uh well and i'm like oh fuck sassy so, text bro yeah I, I was real scared and i drove down bogus basin road really fast and i got here before you so i pride myself on that but at what cost yeah. You know, because look at what I'm wearing. I'm extremely hot right now. <laughs> I would imagine you are. I, I, I'd take my socks off, man. I'm wearing boots with no socks. Good Lord. And I thought boots with the fur was crazy. <laughs> now this man got stink feet sloshing around a pair of plastic boot. Hey, man, you got a pair of apple bottom jeans I could borrow? <laughs> yeah, man, go ahead and pop these on. <laughs> well, they're my size. Of course they are. Look in the back. It says Pierce. <laughs> And it's like, written on yeah. the little tag. It's like giving rhinestones. Your mother gave these to me when you gra- right before you graduated high school. You're and looking- she said, you know what? You'll know when to give these back to him because my mother's dead. You know, and she met with my friend to say, give me the, the jeans. So my mother died. She was killed by American sniper Chris Kyle. <laughs> Another civilian casualty. He actually did kill people, right? He killed a bunch of people. No, no, no. Killed a lot of civilians. He's just a psycho, right? Yeah. I can't remember that story. He hated Iraqis, and he killed a lot of women and children. But he killed a lot of bad people too. So, no. See, I was thinking. No, he's just a liar. You're thinking of Chris Kattan. Oh, classic. He did claim. No, he he said he was like shooting people from the top of like uh Oh, on 9/11 or something? No, not on I mean, fucking Hurricane <laughs> Katrina. We've got we've got our fucking conspiracy theories mixed the fuck up. Right, it was now, Katrina, right? He was talking about he was shooting looters. Yeah. He was sitting on top of the Superdome or something like that. Oh, Just the, you know. Well, the weird thing is shooting people. 2 days earlier Chris Kattan said the same fucking thing. <laughs> and so that kind of muddled the storyline. And it makes me think, American Sniper Chris Kyle stole that fucking story from Chris Kattan? And Chris Kattan only put it on Twitter. Does American Sniper Chris Kyle follow Chris Kattan on Twitter? I'm not, not going to lie to you, bro. I don't know who that is. Chris Kattan, little monkey man from SNL. <laughs> he did a little monkey, monkey character. Monkey man? He did a little monkey character. He's not an, is actual, he a he's not an actual monkey <laughs> I, think I don't think he's a monkey, I but... Scared. I think you're thinking of Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, he's, so sorry. he's not half man, half monkey. He's wearing... There's this thing called Prestetti. Prestetti. Okay. Prestetis. Uh-huh. He put it on. He go, I'm monkey, I'm a waiter and shit. Everybody laugh. It's <laughs> SNL. <laughs> you would recognize Chris Kattan. Now I'm talking about Chris Kattan, 2.30 in the afternoon, dog. Oh, my... Is this a recent thing? Yeah, bro. Is this or is this <laughs> it's like, like a fifteen nine... years ago? I mean, okay. It's, uh, I mean, it's like probably late nineties, maybe. Is he the guy from fucking uh, Night at the Rock? Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah, Boogie Nights. <laughs> Same thing, you know. It's yeah. him and Will Ferrell, and they're beating up hookers. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, it's a, you remember the scene in Night at the Roxbury where his wife is fucking all these dudes and he goes and it's New Year's Day and he puts a gun in his mouth, he blows his brains out? That's Chris Kitsam. <laughs> you know, I actually heard that the whole reason that Jimmy Fallon got his show is because he ate Chris Kitsam and absorbed what little power he had. Yeah, it gave him like a 7 HP boost. Yeah, and that's why, you know, he's like kind of like really like unenthusiastically excited and I know that that's like contradictory but you know what I mean no I know exactly what right you mean. yeah like you know he's like <coughs> but like you can really tell he's not happy <laughs> that's think, amazing you start your grandma owned a chocolate factory <laughs> yeah you can tell he's really because Chris Kattan's fighting to get out and one of these days he's gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> the right, I mean, think about it. When was the last time Jimmy Fallon had one of his uh, co-stars from SNL on? Oh, it because would trigger the tr- Yeah, it would trigger mm-hmm. it. It would trigger it and he'd crawl out of him. It would trigger Physically that. Physically <laughs> crawl out of him. It's like when you take a picture and get out. Like, Fallon would freeze. And that's Catan in his tummy. See, huh? <laughs> Feral, he starts clawing at his inside. It's just like this weird, like morph, like Jimmy (laughs) Fallon does this, and it's just like you can see it, just like like him raising through his skin, and just slight changes, like you know his nose kind of changes, like because he really just he didn't. I I should I should retract a, a, a statement. Um, he didn't eat him. He absorbed him. Did I say that the first time? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. Yeah. No, I think you said he ate him, but that's fine. Um, he ate his soul. Yeah, he's a soul eater. He's a soul eater. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is an eater of souls. <laughs> he knows. And Kirk- he gets what he deserves. He yeah. gets what's coming to him, and it's coming. Well, 2021, he- baby. You just wait. <laughs> the year of Bro, Fallon. Bro, if fucking Jimmy Fallon dies... In 2021, roll it back. I think I should get some sort of lottery thing. Uh, well, you know, you think you should get some sort of compensation? Like it's or? playing Kino. You know, oh, like okay. and I guess the right number. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the idea behind chaos magic. If you say it enough, maybe God come down, fucking slap Jimmy Fallon around, make him pass away. Yeah. <coughs> like if they could, if Michael J. Fox and Jimmy Fallon, could, I'm gonna stop right there. <laughs> was this a fuck Mary kill? It was a, it was a Parkinson's thing. Okay, but I'm gonna stop. All right, yeah. Let's just put a cork in that. Let's put a corky Romano in that, which is another Chris Kattan movie. Um, very funny. Chris Kattan, very small, grubby fingers. Want to snap him? Want to give him punch? Want to give him kiss? He was at Liquid doing comedy. Very bad. Very bad. Like, oh, was yeah, that like last year? Yeah, it was like six year? months ago, yeah. Or whatever, before quarantine. So it was like a year ago, yeah. And he's doing big comedy. And it was all like, all right, so The Rock walks in the studio, right? And we're on SNL. Remember I was on SNL? So crowd goes fucking nuts, So Remember, uh, hey, let's give it up for SNL. Let's give it up for Lauren Michaels. <laughs> Everybody goes crazy. He kept doing what? shit like that, yeah. He Lauren kept- Michaels? I thought people hated Lorne Michaels. Yeah, but except if you're just like an average, everyday person, you're like, I know his name. He big. Wee, 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 wee. He know him. I know him. Chris Kattan know him. I know Chris. We're friends. And Jimmy Fallon's in the audience like, I can't wait to absorb your nutrients. <laughs> he lets him go sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. He lets, him, he lets him leave like momentarily. He's got to make a living. Yeah. Because 
Well, he also doesn't want to raise suspicion because I feel like it'd be one of those things where like people would suspect it, you know, uh-huh. like on on the grand scale of things, you know, like it. It'd hey, be where one is of those, Chris Kattan? It, yeah. Like, dude, Q would Q would write about it. <laughs> Q would come out and he'd be like, "Bro, I mean, let's be real." Jimmy Fallon, liberal media, Chris Kattan, right patriot, <laughs> you know? Alt-right hero, Chris Kattan. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Q would go up on the boards and he'd say, typical liberals, he drank Chris Kattan blood and absorbed his body because he's jealous because Chris Kattan did more successful movies than Jimmy Fallon. And he, he also best monkey man. Yeah, he, he did best good monkey, monkey man in cinema. Uh huh. And Jimmy Fallon's really not done anything other than he was on SNL, and now he has late night TV show, and, and it, he has an ice cream. And he's gotten a lot older. He has. He has aged significantly. And Chris Kattan hasn't aged today. Fucks like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Drives a goddamn Buick. <laughs> has his own line of fucking Skechers. <laughs> Cool as hell. Chris Kattan invented <laughs> shape-ups. <laughs> That's why his calves are so goddamn cool. He still smokes cools. They don't even sell them in gas stations anymore. Chris yeah. Kattan's still smoking See, cools. that's what was cool about the 80s is they gave people cigarette endorsements. And Chris yes. Kattan was endorsed by cool cigarettes. <laughs> For life. And, they, yeah, they gave him a tractor trailer. <laughs> they gave him a tractor trailer of cigarettes. They just kind of parked it in his yard. Just like that, um, that dog dude, dog guy. Tic Tac Dog Man, you know? <laughs> Is this a cryptid? No, you know, the dude with the skateboard and the cranberry juice. Oh, yeah. 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 They came and they, they they were like, dude, you've done for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. They said, we bestow upon you a lifetime supply. Of cranberry. And here's the deal. It's going to go bad in about four months, brother. So you got to start chugging. See, cigarettes don't go bad. <coughs> if you don't open them, they last theoretically forever. Oh, yeah. That's why they give you cancer, because they also hold the key of life. They, they are, uh, they last forever, so if you ingest something, it's kind of like the Ark of the Covenant. It's mm. just like that. So if you were to technically, if you were to find a way to ingest cigarettes without destroying them, that's possibly the key to life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because by just... harnessing death, you conquer life. Oh, exactly. That right? was the key to the Monty Python's Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. I've been on a peyote bender for like quite a <laughs> quite a bit, man. No. It's it's stretching my mind out like a gaping beehole. You know what I mean? <laughs> you my mind is yeah. gaped to the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep looking in your eyes and there's these little itty bitty stars look like Team Rocket blasting away. He's little itty bitty stars that tell me Pierce knows something he's not letting on, and I bet it's about Newports. <laughs> that is very just true. Been... There's so much preservatives. They say if you smoke enough, and this actually happened to uh, Kirk Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> if you smoke enough during your lifetime, you live to be 90, you live to be 100, still smoking, you will preserve as a human mummy. You will not die. Yeah. You will not die. Well, see, you will die. You will die. But see, the thing is, <laughs> it preser- like you said, it preserves you. You just don't stay living. You know, like, they yeah. don't even have to bury you. Like, you could just... 
You could live, <laughs> you could leave old Grampy and his fucking lazy boy and like have him like, you know, ta- like you wouldn't have to go and taxidermy him. He'll calcify. Yeah, yeah. he just calcifies there. <laughs> It'll look like a stalagmite. Uh-huh. Yeah. They say, there's old Pappy. There's Pappy and you just... just- just asleep, <laughs> and it's just, yeah, just a half lit cigarette. Like he nodded out on the on the <laughs> at the chair. And as long as you keep that sick smoking, Pappy never dissolve. But you take that you take that menthol out of his mouth, he gonna fucking fly away like a dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get you can't touch him. So it's kind of like with with grandpa and grandma. Like you put the plastic over him. Say ho ho. <laughs> like this is couch? only yeah, you know. Like, like, yeah, like the couches, like old people couches. You put the plastic over them, and you say, "Ah, ah, ah, ah." We don't. Those are those are Christmas couches. We don't sit on those until Thanksgiving and Christmas. Best go get the foldable chairs. Grandmama keep she keep a foldable grandpa away too. Why don't you go grab Kirk from the closet? <laughs> he would love to watch this movie with us. <laughs> we go, come on, Grandpa! Wow, you're getting heavy. That's that's right. <laughs> now, why don't you go ahead and plop Kirk down on the floor? Make him do crisscross. <laughs> you a big grandpa action figure. And just like my forefathers before me, I tripped and I dropped Grampy and he shattered into a thousand pieces. And that was the night Santa made the first lump of coal. <laughs> <laughs> I've been bad boy. After that night, that was when I was 11 years old and then Santa came that Christmas and... I opened my stocking, and it was just a business card, and it said, uh, alcoholism. <laughs> Welcome to trauma. He said, and it, it says, it's, it said right underneath it, it said, you don't understand this now, but you will later. <laughs> no boy did I. <laughs> Many a nights was I sitting on my couch alone, fifth of vodka in the hand. Crying over the time I grampied, <laughs> dropped Grampy, and he shattered into a thousand pieces. The horror on my family's face, and specifically my grandmama, when I mean you watched the life drain out of her eyes as he hit the shag carpet and just powdered. Fifty years of marriage, <laughs> gone, gone before her eyes. And now, now all she's got is a dusty carpet. Yeah. You can't get that out. You can't get the trauma out of the shag carpet. You can you blot it all you want. It. Yeah. You can blot that shit all you want, man. Trauma <laughs> ain't coming out. See, the thing that was like the thing that was most sad about it is she hadn't processed his death fully. You know? So keeping him calcified in the corner was helping her slowly come to terms with his death. And she wasn't even remotely close to it being there. And no. then she watched him disappear right in front of his eyes. Wait. A second time. Where'd Grandpa go? Yeah. <laughs> Grandma, it why don't caused, you take a seat? <laughs> the trauma caused an extreme case of early onset dementia. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa it's, gone. Am I gone? <laughs> <laughs> when I said that the life drained out of her eyes, I mean literally. She literally, who are you? She started thrashing. She didn't know her and who any of us were, who she was. And it's a good thing that I know how to make chloroform. So <laughs> bathtub chloroform. I you always know how to make, gotta, I actually know how to make chloroform. I found this out. I always recently. got a batch going. Uh, well, tell me right now. Bleach and rubbing alcohol. Does they make chloroform? Apparently. 
I'd inhale it. But apparently, <laughs> so here's the thing. Sounds caustic. Here's yeah. Here's the thing about chloroform that that, that Hollywood doesn't want you to know. <laughs> uh, first of all, you put a rag of chloroform over someone's face for ten seconds, not going to do anything. Yeah. You might get the person dizzy. If you hold chloroform over someone's mouth for, because what you have to do is you got to hold it for like a minute. Like I'm talking about like an extended period of time. Uh, what happens is uh, mommy don't wake up. She goes to sleep. She don't wake up. So if you get someone, if you hold the chloroform long enough, they will go sleep. They no come back. <laughs> they go heaven? Yeah, possibly. I don't know if they actually die, but maybe brain damage or something like that. I mean, I imagine huff and bleach, not the best one to huff. I've also, I've tried to huff paint thinner, and people swear by it. It make you feel bad. See, yeah, that's and I, I figured this out as well. Other than other than Duster, which Duster's in a league of its own, huff wise. Duster's an elite huff chemical. It really is. <laughs> it, if you're huffing anything else, I I don't under like you pretty much you might as well just smack your head. You yeah. know? Well like, ether just get you your should buddy. do ether four or five times just with your pals during like one summer, then call it quits for sure. Okay, I, I have not done ether, so I do wish I knew what ether was like. Definitely so. four or five times in a short two month period. It's gonna change your brain and then you're gonna give yourself time to recover. Well no, that's okay because you just pretty much uh go back to the nineteen twenties and you pretend that you're a civil war soldier. <laughs> and that you you know you have a leg that needs to be amputated. Yeah. You just pretend that you're trying to get rid of, you don't need the pain, then it don't do long-term damage because it's for the greater good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in reality, you're like in the in the woods line, like behind your math teacher's house in your friend's uh, yeah. neighborhood. Uh-huh. But yeah, anyways, I've tried to huff other things and I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm literally convinced this isn't a joke. I don't think anything else, I don't think any other uh, inhalant other than like ether and I'm sure there's a couple, but like I'm pretty sure those just like, like choke your brain. You know what I mean? No, ether doesn't. But no, 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 I, I'm saying yeah. other everything oh, other, other than ether and nitrous. I bet. I'm pretty sure mm. huffing paint thinner is just pretty much choking your body. Probably. Like, Probably. I, I, if if I had to guess scientifically, you would get essentially the same results if you just literally just, <laughs> just, just held your neck until you stopped breathing. Now, did you ever do the choke out game? Yes. Did you have crazy trippy dreams tripping no. out? Oh, you never had a crazy dreams from no. it? I never got. I never oh, passed man. out. Oh, you never passed out. No, man, I that's tried. Cause, that's because you Vickery kids are so fucking weak. I bro. tried to get Cody to choke me out, and oh, Cody's okay. A good, he's good at so, it. So yeah, he didn't do it right. Yeah. All he did was crush my throat. Oh, you got to do it on the chest. You can't be doing that throat game. No, he fucking put me in a headlock and he crushed my throat. <laughs> There's actually There's a, a way, video. You're of supposed it to do it on the chest. It doesn't hurt, and boom, it just passes you out. What? It like squeezes your fucking heart, make you go sleep. Oh. Um, okay. No, well, you're not supposed to do it around the throat. Th there's a way to do it. You put your hands. We could do it right now. We probably. Won't. I was just gonna say, if you, <laughs> before you said the thing about it being your heart, I was like, let's it's, do it's it. It's not your heart. I was just because kidding. I don't think my heart could physically handle it. <laughs> I think if you do something to jump jump my heart, it's not gonna it's start not again. Going back. Yeah. Hey, God, God I start uh -oh. calling on my friend. <laughs> Who's got speed? Who's got adrenaline? 
Pierce is passed that out actually, in a storage that, locker. <laughs> that might literally save me. My I might have to get my girlfriend or you, closest friend, to keep like almost like like it be a vial of cyanide for a soldier across enemy lines. Uh, if you keep a, a, a small vial of amphetamine. Of, of liquid methamphetamine. Yeah, I, if I ever die... <laughs> If you just put it in my mouth, or if you some like if I'm laying, you might be able <laughs> like to get smelling it out my salt. nose. Yeah, it might literally bring me back from the dead. You know I, what I mean? I would imagine. I think it it possibly could, and it's a gamble. You know, it's it's a gamble because it's a you long don't shot. know you don't know what happens once. Because I promise you, now I will come back to life. But you don't <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of like Frankenstein. There's a lot of ethical questions behind it. <laughs> Do you, do you bring me back? It's, it's not because, a question of if you can, it's if you should. Yeah, because my, my muse, my muse in life will now be crystal meth. Yeah, he's The not, single driving factor <laughs> keeping me alive will be crystal meth. The Pierce you once knew is in fact dead and in hell, <laughs> but the Pierce roaming the earth is a fucking chattering mess. Yeah. And he's violent. Yeah, and I don't think if you bring me back from the dead... Like that, that little, that little tiny part in me that had me stop the first time around, or, you know, whatever time around I did eventually stop the last time. I don't think that's coming back. <laughs> that switch is no not way. getting turned back on. Yeah, no. when you die for real, you lose a part of your consciousness and it go away forever. And that would be that part because you lose the good. You lose the good. You bring back dead. It's only bad. Yeah. Because the evil spirits, they got a vengeance, you know? Yeah. The good parts say, let me go. I'm free now. Let me go heaven. They go. Let me go be a stink grandma. Yeah. Let me go. <laughs> let me go be a stink grandma in heaven. I got one stink grandma up there waiting for me. So, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure my other stink grandma is literally never going to die. <laughs> well, like, she's, she's got gonna the Marlboro's become, disease. She's going to be stink grandma on earth forever. She's probably one of the original elder stink grandmas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Elder Stink. <laughs> Elder Stink. Oh, we don't go in that forest, son. That's where the Elder Stinks yeah, are. Fucking stay far away from Aiken, <laughs> South Carolina, folks, because she's out there. She lives in Aiken? Yeah. Oh, man. That yeah, she's, a, a, you know, my grandma, a horse lady, right? That's a tough area. Yeah. You know what's funny is it actually Aiken. it's it's weird because are, wait do you actually are, do you actually know what Aiken uh-huh. you do yeah I've just driven through it. oh because it's funny <laughs> okay did you what what you drove through was it really shitty or was it really bougie shitty okay because it's funny Aiken yeah. South Carolina is literally one of those like. I don't know socioeconomically speaking literally that county. Or that city is a tale of two worlds. Oh, like, yeah. my grandma is wealthy. Like, mm-hmm. her father was a lawyer who represented, like, Philip Morris. Like, yeah. when they originally, like... She's OG fucking smoke grandma. Yeah, like... Smoke her. Her dad uh, defended Philip Morris when the United States government, like, originally was like, oh, you've been lying to people about whatever. And she also... Or my, my great-grandfather also defended the German pharmaceutical company that gave uh, pregnant women that morning sickness oh, no. pill that made babies get born with flippers. Yeah, like tyrosine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he defended that company. Oh, like, jeepers. he was like a big, big lawyer. Oh, he probably made a bunch of money from oh, the yeah. flipper babies. Yeah. My grandma grew up down the street from DuPont, the DuPonts. John? And, yeah. Like, she knew the crazy guy. 
No. I've talked to her about that. And the funny thing is I uh Damn. I happened to say something to her about it and she was like, Yeah. He was in and I said this without mentioning that I had watched the documentary or whatever. Uh-huh. And she said something that made me realize that she did know him. She was like, Yeah, he was like obsessed with owls or something. <laughs> and they had like a big room of owls in their house. And I was like, Oh shit. Like that was like in the documentary. Yeah. Like their estate had that. And I'm like, oh fuck. And she was like, yeah, he was a really, really weird person. And I was like, oh, shit, that's wild. Anyways, I don't see any of that money, nor will I probably. She's burning it all on horses, dude. So she's just going to burn it to the ground, you know, just horse, yeah. horse. Hey, man, I got, I got a horse mom. I got a horseman even closer know, to my know, lineage. You know. I'm a direct descendant of a horseman. Of a horseman. Yeah. Of a horseman's. But anyways, I've been to that town, and it's weird because it's a horse town that has a bunch of old money people with horses like uh I didn't know this either my I I was told this last time I went there you know like Firestone Tires uh-huh. that is from and this is the weirdest last name from the Firestone family which is another one of those like American royalty Yeah that's got to be Jesus So like Firelog Daniel yeah, Firelog So the Firestones have a, a house there but yeah it's essentially just a bunch of crazy estates and then hardcore ghetto yeah like in the same town (laughs) like it's so weird like when we go to my grandma's house like my grandma doesn't live in like an estate but she probably has like three quarters of an acre of land in like an old ranch house it's not shitty by any means it's I, i would say it's pretty nice but like getting to her house you drive like you remember in atlanta moreland yeah it looks exactly like Moreland. <laughs> like the the south side of Moreland. Like once you go past I-20. Like I'm talking about like a, a shitty Winn-Dixie. Like, like a fucking, a really shitty like Chinese restaurant. Like a, a church's. You know, like a, like a, like a non, like a non-chain tire place. You know, like fucking Big John's used yeah. tires, you know. Like there's like stray dogs and then you take a turn and then there's like a couple like then just nice houses up in the woods all of a sudden it's like what the fuck this is so weird <laughs> this is so weird yeah it's a really really strange thing I'd say South Carolina in general has got a lot of fucking areas like that man. oh for sure that's the whole fucking state I mean is there like a, there isn't one real goddamn city in South Carolina <laughs> Charleston <sighs> is not a city it uh, is, it's it like is. Savannah, it's, though. Yeah, it's like a tourist place. Yeah, but it, it's like a rich it's retirement old. place. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like I wouldn't call Fort Myers a city. You know, yeah. like I would consider Macon more. I of wouldn't. A city. I wouldn't call Florida a city in general. <laughs> there isn't a goddamn. <laughs> it's just a tar pit. It's just a big old cesspit. It's of bog fucking, bog. It's the American bog. It's fucking coke. You think it's coke? It's crystal. Now all your friends are on crystal, and you're 16 years old, man. Ain't nobody need that. Do? <laughs> Ain't nobody need to be on crystal at 16. Come on now. Come oh. on now, baby. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, Aiken, avoid it. You're going to have a stink grandma, and she's going to have about nine animals, at least nine. I don't know if animal spirits cross over. If they do, it might be an ancient Egypt thing. You're in real trouble because my grandma has probably had 50 animals, (laughs) like maybe more. I mean, I'm talking at one time she has four or five dogs and ten cats. Oh man! And then she had three horses. I'm pretty sure all horse, 
all horse dead now. All horse go to heaven. Yeah, and I think she's too old to go buy another horse, so now she just get dog them and cat them. Pierce, is that you? Did you bring me a horse? My grandma also has a bald parrot. <laughs> what? Yeah, or I don't. It may be like a cuckoo. Or I is don't it know a bald eagle? Is that what you meant? No, it's it's a it's one of those talking birds, and it pecked. It pulled all its own feathers out. That's sad. It is sad. Apparently that's a real thing too. Could you imagine? <laughs> like, could you imagine if you were in the wild and uh, like a wild bald bird attacked you? Bald Do you mince? think it could fly still? I don't think it could. It probably. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. I've spent many nights laying up I'm thinking, just about thinking about this. Thinking about the drag, you know, like because the feathers have surface area. Wait, the birds in drag? Yeah. Now that'd be sick. I mean, think about it. <laughs> How do you get on? How do you do your makeup when you're covered in hair? Essentially, you got to pull it off so it's you're showing hair. some Feathers skin. Feathers are bird hair, you know. Oh, so the bird wear a wig. Yeah, this makes sense now. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this bird doing for its hair? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting here thinking, what is this bird doing for its weave? Dude, I think I've <laughs> sometimes when I'm here. When I'm here, I really, I really think that like, I must have done some sort of irreparable brain damage to myself. Like for my brain to even be able to function this way and say these things. Like, and the thing that's weird is half the time I'm not even, it's not like I'm thinking. Like, I'm You're sure riffing, baby. That's the, that's the magic of the riff. No one, no one thinks that we prepare for this show, or at least I sure fucking hope not. If they do, they're fucking in for yeah. a rude spanking. I, I don't understand how it, it just keeps going. It just it's fucking verbal diarrhea. Like the the neuron connections that have been made, the pathways in my brain, I don't think they're ever gonna be broken, man. <laughs> it's a muscle, you know? man. Once you train that fucking nonsense muscle, all you'll start talking is goo goo gagas. Yeah. Goo goo gaga bald parrot. The thing that's fucked up is when I was like when uh <laughs> when I was in college when I would probably say I was at my worst, uh, like, because it was like, it wasn't relapses. It was like, I had been doing that for a while. My girlfriend was so fucking, my girlfriend at the time was so sick of me. <laughs> I mean, I talk gibberish intentionally <laughs> all the time. Like, I don't think I had a real, like, like comprehensible sentence <laughs> for maybe like a year. Like it was all weird, like dumb, dumb slang. And you like, like to go on the Gooby Gobbins, baby. Yeah, like making shit up all the time. Like, and dude, she was nowhere near weird as weird as I was. Like, not even closely within the the realm. Like, I don't know. I really not don't a lot understand. of people are. You would have needed a homeless for sure. Yeah, but a homeless, you'll have some of the best nights of your life. Oh, for sure. I've had some of the best nights of my life <laughs> with the homeless. Lord knows. Lord bless. I really bless. wish I remembered the name of that dude that I I sat in an alley with and drank with all night. He was telling me about his dead family and how he was a fisherman <laughs> in Alaska and shit. <laughs> It was a long story, and it, I think it was true. And he also might have been crying the entire time he was telling me it. I also don't know what alcohol it consumed for that many years does to the body. Oh, where are you saying it? Yeah, say it. His tears story. were just rolled like tears. He wasn't like crying, 
But there were just tears. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> like like uh, no Sean Marino, whatever his name, Rashard Mendenhall or whatever. Remember the the, the NFL player who was, who was watching the national anthem and that big old tear just came fucking rolling down his face? Yeah. It was like that. Like he was just telling a story like you'd think <laughs> like if I, if you were to look over at me and I was talking like I'm talking right now and then there were just tears rolling down my face, but no crying expression on your face. That's what was happening. He was just telling me a story, just two guys drinking ice beer in a fucking alleyway. You know, I'm bumming them cigs. I did not give him any of my amphetamine, but I had that, and I was very interested in, in talking with him. Uh, Some things can't be shared. But, you know, maybe you know, maybe my, uh, my judgment was uh, not there. Maybe I saw through it, you know? You're saying maybe you saw him for who he really was? Yeah. Wow. That's deep. Yeah, dude. Maybe. It's deep when when you you spent years of your life living living on a lobster boat and see his problem was that he would befriend the lobsters. No, oh, no. And then that's the first. Then mistake. he'd have to take them to slaughter, you know. And it was just and he he kept making the same mistake over and over. He said, this time I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get connected to I'm not that. even going to look this goddamn lobster in the eye. First one I see, I'm going to punch it in the face. Yep, and he mm. did it every goddamn time until it took a toll on him and he had to leave Fairbanks for good. I think I'm going out of Fairbanks. I think I'll start a new life. <laughs> I think I'll smoke some crack in Atlanta. <laughs> 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 Ugh. The fray. On ninety four one, the fish. Uh, that is just such a sad story, and I feel bad for the lobsters, not necessarily that bitch ass homeless man. You know the thing that's sad for the lobsters, and it's it's. I feel like it's melancholy, because they were captured, right? <clears throat> they were ripped from their home, put in basket, and they they must have known. Uh, I don't know if our viewers know, but lobsters. I have a sneaking suspicion. It's, a sh- suspicion that they are highly intelligent creatures yeah. because technically lobsters don't die. Okay, okay, let me rephrase that. They don't have a lifespan. They will theoretically live forever unless <coughs> they are killed. Yeah. Like they've literally found lobsters that are like 250 years old. Like they it, they're like alligators or cro- is it crocodiles or alligators where like they will literally live forever unless they get there are a f- there are a few rare diseases that uh are in the crocodile community. Yeah, gout, or, AIDS. Or they will eat each... Uh, 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 crocodiles will eat each other. And especially when they get old and stinky. Yeah. Everybody they say, I'm eating. hungry. <laughs> you stink, croc. <laughs> I'm taking you out, old man. <laughs> you 300 years old. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. And here's the thing. You won't be able to stop it. I'm going to punch you in your fat-ass old chest. I'm going <laughs> to eat your head. <laughs> Crocs is mean. They is, man. They big mean. Once they once they reach about seventy five, that's crock teenage years. Yeah, they start eating stink grandpas left and right. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, what'd you say, old man? Fucking eat part of his tail as a warning. <laughs> Get on out of here. I see you in my swamp again. I eat all your toes. Yeah, tale Did- of two cities, croc edition. <laughs> <laughs> Twin cities, crocodile <laughs> in Minnesota. <laughs> Indianapolis crocodile attorney at law. <laughs> Why did they call it Indianapolis? Oh. 
All right, let's fucking do something big and get the fuck out of here. Big Grimby. We're going to do Grimby around the Hornby. Yeah, Grimby on a lobster boat. We do Grimby on a lobster boat. Yeah, that sounds good, actually. Do you have another one? That sounds good. I was thinking I'll integrate mine into Grimby on lobster boat. <laughs> Just fits too well. <laughs> yeah. What well, shit, man? You know who else can be on a lobster boat? Goddamn anybody. It's the truth. Jimmy, Anyone. Jimmy Fallon, fucking hiding in a little fucking part of the boat, and stick his head out. I'm talking. I'm talking about Chris Cornell. I'm talking about Chris Catan. I'm talking about Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> And grimace, black hole's son. Who's and <laughs> who's the captain? Cornell. Who's the captain? Emilio. Sure, I forgot the movie that Bill Murray's in. That's a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, sorry, Steve Zuzu. Yeah, Steve Zazu. I was gonna say him, but then I, I big forget. Yeah, Kate Blanchett, the aviator. <laughs> <laughs> Is she in that? She is in it. She's pregnant. I have the DVD Criterion Collection. No big deal. Owen Wilson. He's a love interest. Uh Uh-oh. Guess there's one more person in the movie. Wait. Willem Dafoe. The Adventures of Steve Zazu, a Criterion Collection movie? It it, it does have a Criterion because I own it. And also, Willem Dafoe is in it. That's big news. Thank you. All right. Speaking of Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Speaking of Willem Dafoe, let's jump this thing off. Huh? Lighthouse. Yes. Maine. 2007. <laughs> Grimace has been stationed at the lighthouse for six weeks doing his tour, much like Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Uh, Grimace was there with um, Chevy Chase. They, they both went. It was a method acting thing. They were going to go because originally they wanted Chevy Chase to be uh, do Robert Pattinson's role. It was a repriving role. You know, Chevy Chase is, he, how old is he, 70? Yeah, he's getting old. He's trying to turn his, his career around because everyone hates him. Mm-hmm. So he figures if I can put out one more, one more solid performance, possibly I can redeem myself. You know, because now he's just that dick that was in community. Yeah. Um, who happens to go by my name? It's it's a little disappointing. Yeah. Tell the truth. Uh, well, a lot anyways, of people don't know Pierce goes by Chevy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so Grimace and him. Grimace was going to be his guide. They go to uh, they go to the island off the coast of Maine, and uh, pretty much Grimace. Let's just cut to the point. Grimace absorbs and eats <laughs> fucking Chevy in a matter of hours. <laughs> He took one look at how much supplies they said they had, and Grimma said, "I'm not splitting. I'm not splitting the <laughs> kerosene. Okay, I'm gonna drink this kerosene, whether I like, but whether he likes it or not." So he decided to get rid of Chevy first. <laughs> get rid of Chevy first, and then I can sit in darkness and sniff kerosene for six weeks, get my money. <laughs> so Grimace is waiting to be uh, picked up, and big storm happened. His boat crashed, but local uh, local lobster boat is passing by. What? Yeah. Oh. They they see Grimace is signaling, so lobster boat pull over. Say, uh, hitchhike in on the sea. Let me in. <laughs> and then what happens? <laughs> he was kind of singing a little. T- he was kind of singing a little song. Hitchhike it on the sea. Who let me on the boat? 
it is me. It's a grimace boy, and give me a lobster, lobster boy. And then he fucking slits the captain's throat. <laughs> and he goes, this is a fucking mutiny. And he grabbed the first the first deck hand. He grabbed his leg, twist into a pretzel, throw him <laughs> overboard. The dude's legs are tied together. He sank. All you can see is his face, like that scene in Lord of the Rings where Frodo's in the scary marshes. <laughs> <laughs> and you see all the dead orcs and shit, and their faces are all white. <laughs> but it's just a fucking innocent man. And you can just barely see his fucking pitch white face as he's terrified because he's sinking to the bottom. I just had a kid, he says. And Grimace says, shut up. Throw a big rock on him. <laughs> the dude catch it by instinct. And it fucking make him sink all the way to Davy Jones' locker. Now Grimace got control of the boat. There's like 40 dudes on this boat. Big, deadliest catch. Everybody's getting ready for a lobster payday. Not this time of year, buddy. And the high seas are choppy as shit. <sighs> Grimace, take these motherfuckers out two, three days, and you better believe he got taste for lobster at this point, but he also got taste for punch. So he punching human, he punching lobster. About day three, they start hearing little rap-tap-tappies on the side of the boat while they're all trying to get their rest. And Grimace go out to investigate... It's a fucking league of Jimmy Fallon's. <laughs> it's, it's fucking 40,000 Jimmy Fallon leagues. <laughs> 40,000 Jimmy Fallon leagues under the sea. And there's fucking a bunch of them. And it's just fat ass Jimmy Fallon. 45 years old now. Looking old as a motherfucker. He got a big mermaid's tail. <laughs> and normally mermaids are trying to fuck... Not this one. He stink. Jimmy Fallon nasty. And all he ever says is, chocolate with chunks, chocolate with chunks, and fucking marshmallows and peanut butter, the tonight dough. And he keeps talking about his fucking <laughs> stupid ice cream. And Grimace is trying to slap these things as hard as he can to get rid of them. <laughs> but it, it seems like slapping them only makes him more excited. I was in Taxi. I was in Taxi Driver. No, you weren't. That's not the right movie, Jimmy. You weren't in Taxi Driver. I was Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver. Man, these Jimmy Fallons are fucked up. They don't even know what movie they're in. So Grimace starts sharpening these lobsters. <laughs> like, <laughs> like lobster spear. He started catching these Fallons. That's going to be the big payday is proving to science these motherfuckers exist out there. So Grimace start packing in these Fallons. <laughs> Snapping their necks, putting them on ice. Snapping their necks, putting them on ice. That tonight, though. Shut up. <laughs> so they eventually dock in Boston Harbor, as they do with all ships in Boston. The whole city come out to greet it and sing them the Dropkick Murphys song. I think I'm gone to Boston. <laughs> and then what happened, Beard? Grimace fucking comes out from underneath the deck. He fucking hold a Jimmy, a Jimmy maid, Jimmy Merman. <laughs> Is this your god? <laughs> yeah, he hold, he fucking comes out from the deck. Holding them up by the neck, and he says, which is like, You see what I've done? <laughs> and much like you said, Is this your God? I have conquered your God, Boston. And everyone knows Jimmy Fallon's from Boston. So they all get to their hands and knees and they, they, they worship, they bow and pray to their Lord Grimace. And like Ozzy Osbourne did, he fucking bites Jimmy <laughs> Fallon Mermaid's head off in front of all of them. Big gasp. They're Ooh. terrified. 
praying incessantly, please, please cure us, please cure us. They got the plague. They, they, <laughs> they have the plague of life. Please take me. Uh, Grimace fucking start levitating into the air. <coughs> and he says, this is my realm now. Uh, no more clam chowder. It's only fucking Jimmy chowder. I've got about 90,000 pounds of these fucking Jimmy maids in this ship. And we're going to fucking, we're going to turn uh, fucking the Red Sox Stadium into the biggest seafood factory in the world. <laughs> we're going to produce this and we're going to get the world hooked on it because I'm going to put opium inside of these cans of Jimmy soup. <laughs> then pretty much uh, Grim has become a sweatshop fucking master. You know, like a, like old 1920 sweatshop guy. Uh-huh. And he enslave all of Boston. <laughs> and they make a soup. Jimmy Fallon, Big Sad, he said, you don't got an ice cream anymore, and now you got a soup, which is significantly worse. <laughs> you know, they say ice creams is a soup of dinner. <laughs> and in the promise of Grimace's big company, which is called Fallon Bisque, <laughs> the promise is every fifth Fallon's alive. <laughs> so you buy it. Every, it's like a Willy Wonka thing. Every fifth can you open... There's a live Jimmy Fallon in that motherfucker. You get to keep him. You get to keep him in a little little cage in your bedroom. Perfect. Perfect. Fallon, I'm coming for you. Perfect Fallon. The perfect body. The perfect man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey, let's get you out of here so you can go to sleep. <laughs> the perfect physique. <laughs> oh, I can smell the Fallon from here. How far are we from Fallon right now? He's always close. Six hours? I think it's even closer. I think there's a Fallon in Boise. Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs>